Hi, this is Mark. And this is Francois doing the Daily Ride podcast for Wednesday, November 29, 2011. And even though, hey sister, go sister, soul sister, go sister, we're still putting the commute in commuter entertainment. Alrighty. And the day's already off to a weird start. <laughs> Having a rough go of it? I guess I just... I guess my alarm wasn't on or something, uh, but I just did not. When I called down, you were in a dead sleep. Oh, I was so asleep. I was so asleep. How many did you just call down once? Well, I sent a text, and then about three minutes later, I realized what the fuck my text didn't send. Uh. And and I so and I it was weird, so I reset my phone. All right. And uh, sent you another text. Okay. And waited for about because it was getting late, and I so I waited for about a minute or two, and then I sent you another text. Right. Uh, and then I said I gotta go whether he comes or not. <laughs> <laughs> so I yelled down the stairs. Yeah. I don't know what happened. Here, hold on. Let me check my phone. Make sure my alarm is. Is set because that was unacceptable. Oh, I got two emails. Oh, I just got your text. Just this second? Just this second. Mm. And let's see here. Uh, yeah, so my alarm was, uh, yeah, just off. Just not, not even. Yeah. Not even close to on. So it wasn't really a malfunction. So much as a... <laughs> so much as a yeah, brain yeah. fart. I'm going to chalk this one up to human error. <laughs> and, this uh, is pilot error yeah. on this one. We found the black box. <laughs> yeah. found the black box and... <laughs> it as clearly it indicated out. pilot error. Yeah. So, yeah. What's, uh, what's going on? <laughs> well, we're late for work. Oh, I'm sorry. So we gotta fucking get a move on. <laughs> we gotta drive a little faster today. Alright. Hey, it's snowing. Yeah, there's, there's a little there's snow out here. Snow. There is snow. Yeah, it's a light, nice light fluffy snow. That's nice. So uh, so I didn't have to brush off the car. God, I am so not awake yet. I mean, I'm awake, but... Uh, you know what's fun to do now? What? What is the square root of four? Two. Well, all right, all right. That's pretty good. Yeah. I was listening. Uh, uh, Dad was telling me about uh, he was listening to some morning show mm -hmm. on the BB. You know, the BBC morning show. Yeah. It's a good news program. It is. Anyway, there's that real snooty chick who's got a funny name. I can't remember it. Uh, but she's really. Is it on right now? Uh, maybe. So just turn it on. Turn it <laughs> no, I, I don't. Oh, okay. Maybe. Uh, but she's really smug. Okay. And she was interviewing, I think she was interviewing Brian Cox, the physicist, you know, from uh, the Infinite Monkey Cage. Right. But it was certainly a physicist who works at the Large Hedron Collider in... Kern. Kern. Is it Kern? I don't know if it's Kern or CERN, whatever. All right. Uh, Let's go with Kern for now. Go with Kern. So I think it's CERN. CERN? I don't know. I don't know. I have no idea whether they Kern? have soft seas or hard seas. Okay. Anyway, uh, it, it was a physicist who worked there, and uh, 
she was, you know, she, she had done enough homework to ask the question, you know, because they're they're trying to find this Higgs particle, not to get too technical. Right. But they can't explain... Okay, well, real quickly, what is the Higgs particle? Okay, well, very quickly, uh, in trying to describe how the universe behaves on a big scale, okay? Right. The physicists are having a problem because according to uh, Einstein... Einstein's physics, physics yeah. uh, there's not enough mass in the universe for it to behave the way it's behaving. Okay. So they came up with this idea of dark matter. <clears throat> Which is matter that we can't see. Matter that we can't see. And we only conjecture. It's a theory. Right. You know? Um, and for there, be, for there to be this matter the the reason why they came up with this is because you can make einstein's theory work if you plug in a particle that we don't know exists so if you make up a particle and stick it in the formula all of a sudden the formula balances really yes and the guy who did that was higgs i guess and so they call it the higgs particle so if you make up a particle and stick it in his formula it works Interesting. So they, since that's the case, now they're on the hunt for the Higgs particle. Right. They want to find it. You know, I mean, they used to, uh, you know, make up the ether to explain how radio waves and light waves travel through empty space. All right. They thought it had to travel through a medium like sound travels through a medium, right? Right. But light waves don't need that medium to travel. Right. Because they're not uh, compression waves. They're uh, photonic waves or photon waves or whatever. Interesting. Light waves. They're light waves. Anyway, so I've they don't... cross-eyed, but they interesting. Don't, they don't need ether, and it took them a while to figure that out, but while they thought they needed the ether to explain how they got here, how light waves got here from stars and stuff like that, they, came, they invented the ether. Okay. And that was their theory for a long time until they so, realized. So wait, like you, when you invent something like that, you just kind of go. Well, you're, what you're trying to do is you're so trying the to. the light comes from the stars, and then it travels through the ether, and then it's here. Yes. Well, what you're trying to do is you're trying to explain why things behave like they behave with the best uh, sensory information that you have at the time, with the best best experimental information that you have at the time. You know, and scientists, one, one of the good things about scientists as opposed to, say, religious theorists. Right. Uh, is, is that they are... They go out they, and they look for evidence. Well, yeah, they test their theories. Right. And when, and although, you know, they're, they are uh, stodgy and dogmatic a little bit, but when the evidence is incontrovertible that their theory, their, their current theory is wrong, then they abandon that theory and move on to a new theory. Right. Uh, because they are hopefully trying to get at the truth. As opposed to famous, de defend their theory. Famously demonstrated by Stephen Hawking, right? Right, who mm -hmm. went and, and completely recounted his theory. He said, "My, th I had a theory. I thought it was accurate based on my... But when we finally were able to test my theory... Turns out I was wrong. Yeah, not so much. Yeah.
Right, exactly. And this was not just like he had, like, maybe he was th- thinking in the bathroom on the toilet, and he was like, oh, yeah, he came up with a theory of uh, this Oh, thing no, 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 no. This, this was, was like his life's work. Yeah, this was using all the available evidence and all the 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 most uh, recent advances in physics. and Yeah, and, let's just say that a lot of thought was put into this theory. And a lot of work, a, right, lot, of, a, lot, of a work. lot of theoretical work and a lot of sci- mathematic work. Right. Anyway... So back to uh, the a large hydrogen collider. Uh, a large hedron collider. Hedron. It's hedron. Yeah. Right. Okay. Uh, what is a hedron? So, Mr. Cox, uh, is it primarily a f- uh, a physics problem or is it more a mathematical problem? Oh, are, are we doing uh, impressions now? Yeah. Oh, all right. Um, uh, I was trying to I was trying to do an impersonation of the snooty. Uh, BBC journalist. Oh, okay. Yeah, anyway. So she asks him. She has enough... I can't remember if she said if it was a physics problem, but she said, is it a mathematical problem or uh, I, I think a, an experiment problem? In other words, is it not working out mathematically? I thought mathematically? she said, is it mathematically or is it scientific? Or, right. Right. Exactly. And I'm not sure I understand that question, by the way, for starters. Well, maybe she was, maybe she was saying, like, is it more of... Because math is a part of science. I know, I know. But <laughs> maybe what she was getting at is it more... A problem of experimentation, right. something physical, or a problem that the math formula doesn't work out. Right. And he said it's a problem that the math formula... He said it's a mathematics problem. Right. And uh, he said, you know, for example, you know, we all know what the the square root of 4 is. And she went... Uh, uh, <laughs> Did you listen to it? Did you get to hear it? Have you listened to Obama lately? Have you heard Obama she tried to lately? T- she, uh, well, I never was very good at math. Uh, uh, I was really more of an English major. Uh, anyway, she couldn't figure out the square root of one. He said, well, it's uh, two. And, uh, and, uh, oh, yes, 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 of course. Of course, of course. Obviously, yes, yes. I was was thinking of the other square root of another number. Square root of another (laughs) number. You can understand my confusion. I don't know. Anyway, so it was just, but it was funny to have this snooty lady not be able to figure out what the square root of four is. Great thrill for all us, uh, uh, Physics fans? I, well, no, no. Math geeks? Uh, no, no, not even that. Uh, Just people. Uh, people who like to see the humiliation and shame of others. <laughs> uh, I call us Schadenfreuders. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Schadenfreudians? Uh, yeah, Schadenfreudians. <laughs> uh, nice. Uh, um, great thrill. <laughs> square root of four is... Uh, yeah. No. <laughs> uh... Yeah. She doesn't know the square root of four. Okay, so if they find this Higgs particle, it'll be impressive. Not impressive, but well, meaningful. Right, and you know, like I was listening to Brian Cox the other day talk about it. Right, and he said he doesn't. He's a funny guy. He really thinks that the speed of light is a physical barrier. It's a limitation. It's a real limitation. You cannot get anything with any mass to go faster than the speed of light. So, and he's very, 
convinced of that. So, now, but they've made things move faster than the speed of light before. They think. They conjecture. They can't repeat the thing and repeat it, you know, in experiments to to be. Uh oh, coppers. Behind us. Oh, right over there to oh, the left, yeah, giving out just that. flash their flashers on. Pulling somebody over. Yeah, yeah. Pulling I didn't some. even get a flash from him. Pulling somebody over. Ah, uh, fuck. Merry Christmas. Oh, oh, oh. Merry Christmas. Uh, so he, anyway, he's very skeptical of it, and I don't know what he expects to find. But he said he said quite clearly, if there is a Higgs particle, right, we're gonna find it. Right. This hedron collider is gonna find it. Yeah. And the hedron collider does what specifically? The hedron collider takes photons. Sends them, you know, lets one leave uh, Louisville Station at 4 o'clock and one leave uh, Grand Central Station at 3 o'clock and gets them up to their the fastest they can get them. Which they, is? They start spinning them. Uh, I, think it's, I think he said, and I'm not going to remember this exactly. Who's calling? I don't recognize the number. All right. Hello? Alright, so you were saying, uh... So, yeah, so it takes these particles, and it gets them going as fast as it can, and I think it's, I think the, and I'm really doing this from memory, I haven't checked my facts here, so don't hold me to any of this particularly, but I think the Hedron Liner is 27 mile circle. Okay. And I think... Yeah, uh, I can't remember how many times a second the particle gets moving around this. <laughs> Suffice it to say, it's very fast. Right. Okay. And you know, because light moves at 167,000 miles. You mean 186? 186,000 miles per second. Yeah. Yeah. What did I say? 176,000. And the square root of four is two. <laughs> At least you got that one nailed. <laughs> All right, hold on. Uh, hedron. How do you spell hedron? It's the L H C in CERN or Kern. C E R N. L H C. No. L. Did you see that H wild, wacky, wavy arm inflatable? Arm flailing tube man. Yeah. How do you say that? Wacky waving inflatable arm flailing tube man. Oh, uh, yes. Uh, what on. is it again? Wacky waving inflatable arm flailing tube man. What have they got there? Wacky waving inflatable arm flailing tube man. What are they demonstrating over that? Wacky waving thing? inflatable arm flailing tube man. Who's got one of those? Wacky waving inflatable arm flailing tube man. <laughs> I think I messed up the laugh. That's very good. Wacky though. waving inflatable arm flailing tube man. Wacky waving inflatable arm flailing tube man. Wacky waving inflatable arm flailing tube man. Yeah, very I, good. You could totally be a pitch man. I could. Yeah. And we're passing the savings on to you! <laughs> uh, okay, the large... He... Hadron Collider. Yes. Large Hadron Collider. Okay. Now I've got some info. Okay, well, while you're looking up how, fa how fast that thing's going, I'll tell you what's going on. Okay, the Large Hydrogen Collider is a tunnel 27 kilometers. You were close. Oh, 27 kilometers, of course. Right, I don't, I don't know close. why I thought 27 miles. Uh, right? In circumference. Uh, as deep as 175 meters. 
beneath uh, the Franco-Swiss border near Geneva, Switzerland. Correct. Uh, this Psychronotron... Uh, synchrotron, sorry, sure. is designed to collide opposing particle beams of either protons at energy of 7 tera electron volts per nucleon or lead nuclei at an energy level of 574 TeV uh, per nucleus. Uh, the term hadron refers to the particles composed of quarks. Right. Okay. So, anyway. There's not a fucking word in that sentence I don't need to find. <laughs> there you go, yeah. So, you can look all that up later. But okay. for the time being, it gets these two particles going very, very quickly and then smashes them into each other. Okay. And when they smash, right. they break. Okay. And they take a photograph of the explosion. Okay. And it lets them see things like the new you know it lets them s separate it up so they can tell what the quark which for the longest time we thought was the absolute smallest smallest particle of anything right is made up of and it turns up it is made up of other things um uh, and they think it may be connected to a a thing they've detected called neutrinos now the sun pumps off neutrinos at a, an incredible rate Okay. And they are so massless. There's so uh, little to them. Yeah. That they just pass through us and the earth. Okay. You know, I, I can't remember, but he gives an example of, you know, there's 30,000 neutrinos a second going through your thumbnail, a space of your thumbnail. But this stuff is real, and it's... It hurts! <laughs> That's right, and you can't feel it because they're very, very, very small. Can we uh, get a picture of neutrinos posting or going through my thumbnail? I'll try. Yeah, I'll try to do that. Let's let's get a picture of that. Uh, we're gonna have to take we're gonna have to take a trip to uh, Geneva. That's fine. Uh, and stick your thumb in the giant in the large hadron collider. That sounds dangerous, <laughs> actually. <laughs> it sounds like a well, good way to lose a thumb. That's only if we want to get a picture of it. Okay. You know, it's funny they have these tiny little wires, and they can't remember how many uh, gigawatts of of voltage are going through these things. Uh, and he says, and I know what you electricians out there are thinking. You can't put that much voltage through that wire. It will melt. But he said, something happens when you super cool them and suddenly they lose their resistance. So there's no resistance in there. Really? Yeah. And so they don't what? heat up because oh. they have no resistance. It, they're called a superconductor. Oh, let's when use it, these. When it gets down to just above absolute zero. So you got to cool the whole you gotta thing. you got to cool that baby. you got to get it down zero. really cold. And then uh, electricity doesn't meet any resistance going through the uh, wiring. Hey. And so you can put a lot more voltage through there. Cool. Yeah, that is pretty cool. I'm learning so much today. It's <laughs> neat. <laughs> And uh, so, so that's what they do there. Anyway, they had they had a, a single uh, a f defect in how the thing had been assembled when they first tried it out. Turned it on, the whole thing melted. And these magnets that weigh tons just crumpled because of all the voltage going through them. Because 
of the defect in the way it was wired, they it that all that electricity met a little bit of resistance. Oh Jesus! <laughs> and it just crumpled this whole section. Yikes! Uh, yeah, but that was expensive. It was expensive. It was very expensive and embarrassing for them. And and uh, but I mean, I mean, when you do that kind of thing, though, you oh gotta no, be I know, I know. Like, okay, we're gonna turn it on. Let's see what fucks up. Well, you know, the kind of thing is, you know, it's the kind of thing like when they first split the atom. Right. You know, they theoretically knew that it would stop. Theoretically. Theoretically, but, but, but they, they didn't, didn't know for sure. They didn't know for sure. In fact, what happens is is that they knock an electron off an atom. That's what happens. Right. That's how a, nu a nuclear bomb goes off. So they take a hydrogen atom and or... And by nuclear bomb goes off, we mean stops exploding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So the first time they detonated one the of these things, they so didn't what, know well, what in actual. What happens? What happens is, is that they have a, a, a hydrogen atom, okay. right? And circling the nucleus are electrons and protons. Okay. And they create a conventional explosion at that hydrogen atom so strong that it knocks one of the electrons off the hydrogen atom. Right. And. The hydrogen atom very quickly to achieve balance steals an electron from its nearest neighbor. Right. And that throws that atom out of balance, so it steals an electron from its nearest neighbor, and it, it begins a chain reaction of this. Right. Um, and the act of stealing an electron, it all happens very quickly, but the act of stealing electrons from your neighbor creates, creates a lot of heat and, heat and friction, friction and ultimately explosions. <laughs> and until an atom is exploded so hard that it, they, they believe that it is exploded out of existence. Cool! So that it no longer needs to steal an atom from its neighbor. And then it stops. Neat. Completely theoretical when they tried that out. Awesome. It could have not stopped. It's just, okay, the <laughs> scientists today destroyed the universe. <laughs> yeah, only there would have been no report. <laughs> this would have been before the explosion got to them. <laughs> In a few seconds. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't think it, I think it would have happened so quickly. Scientists today destroy the universe as <laughs> <laughs> Scientists today experiment with exploding up. Yeah. The end. <laughs> the end. And we're all gone. Yeah, mm. And it's gone. And it's gone. Yeah. So, uh, alright, neat. Learn some cool physics things today. <laughs> that's, uh, that's well, take my physics, uh, my morning physics, without having done any prep for this discussion, uh, with a grain of salt, but that's roughly roughly how it works right uh in the meantime maybe i'll read some of the and keep in mind i am not a physicist oh here's some of the uh findings that the large hadron collider has uh has found yeah uh scientists estimate that if the standard model is correct a single higgs boson higgs boson yeah that's the be, higgs particle yeah may be produced every few hours at this rate it may take about two or three years to collect enough data to discover the Higgs boson unambiguously, 
Similarly, it may take one year or more before sufficient results concerning supersymmetric particles have been gathered to draw meaningful conclusions. On the other hand, uh, some extensions of the standard model predict additional particles such as the heavy W and Z gauge bosons, uh, bosons maybe, a anyway, whose existence might already be probed after a few months of data collection. Interesting. Yeah, so anyway, they're looking for particles they've never discovered yet. Cool! Yeah, it'll be kind of cool. And if they can figure it out, I think that they can more accurately describe the universe. using Einstein's formula. They can make an adjustment, a modification to uh, both Newtonian physics, Einstein's formula, and combine uh, to come up with what they call a TOE, a theory of everything, uh, which is what string theory attempts to do. Right. Uh, I noticed that Brian Cox ah, does crap. not have a lot of respect for string theory. They're in, in front of you, in front of your knees. Oh, well. <sighs> All right, that didn't go so poorly. All right, and we got to get to work. Yep. Bye. Bye. Well, <coughs> here we are again. Uh, you <laughs> coughing up a furball? <laughs> uh, I'm having some trouble. <laughs> You've been taking your uh... yeah, yeah. I just got all uh, all sneezy. Oh, right up at the end. <laughs> um, yeah. What's going on? Uh, Tell you what's going on. Notice, recording on the crap. Notice computer. you're recording on a uh, slightly different machine today. Yeah, fuck this. So, uh, what happened? Okay. Well, uh, you may. Well, for folks who are listening to this particular episode, uh, a few seconds ago, <laughs> I spilled coffee <laughs> in my laptop. That's right, and it's taken us two days to record the bottom half. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> so after uh, much crying and hand wringing, a lot of crying, a lot of hand wringing, uh, my computer is off to be repaired. It was a snazzy machine too. Oh God, so nice, yeah, so nice, and uh, fucked it all up. Uh, yep. But lesson learned, right? Lesson what, learned. What was the lesson? Do not drink coffee <laughs> over your snazzy computer. <laughs> and do you think that that like the minute the coffee hit the keyboard, that's when it fried? Oh, no, no, no. It fried when I tried to turn it back on. I should have... What what, what should have happened... <laughs> Alright, for anyone who spills anything in a laptop, this is exactly what you do if you want it to come back. Okay? <laughs> because I've heard a lot of stories about computers that have come back from getting spilled. And the one thing they all have in common is I yanked the cord, took out the battery. Remove the electricity from the environment. Yes. Yes. I did none of that. Yes. In fact, the opposite, right? I tried to turn it on a bunch of times. <laughs> Waited until it seeped in real good. Yeah. And then, yeah. Uh, well, to be fair, the first time I turned it on is probably when I fried it. Yeah. And I did not, uh, I didn't know it was fried at that point because I dumped the coffee and, like, I, had, I thought I had soaked it all up, you know, because I don't know how, I didn't know how permeable that trackpad was 
How, right, how leaky it was to the rest of the machine. Right, because like half of the trackpad, like the upper half before the buttons, is all one piece. It's all part of the right, front plate. Right, right, right. You know, so I I thought, well, as long Doesn't as it seem didn't leaky. seep too, yeah, as long as it didn't seep too much through the buttons, I should be fine. And my computer was on and still working, you know. And I'm looking at the thing, and sure. I'm like, so I wipe it all up and I close it to put it to sleep. And I brought it up and I brought it up to the office and I thought. Better open it and turn it on just to make oh, sure. Oh, that was the kiss of death? That was the kiss of death. Oh, yeah. And so I tried that, and it didn't turn on, and then it started to boot up, and shut off halfway through the boot up process. Never to. Never to turn on again. Right. Yep. Oh. Yep. Yeah. Really so piss cutter. you spill coffee in your laptop. Yep. Unplug all the power. Unplug all the power. Wait for it to dry. Crack it open. Crack it open if you're comfortable doing that. Let all the parts dry. Let all the parts dry uh, and clean off your coffee grossness. Yeah. If it's coffee, if it's water, you can probably just let it dry. If it's, uh, I, what I was reading was anything acidic will start to eat away at your motherboard. So get it off. Get so it get off. It get it off. off. Yeah. You can clean it with uh, isopropyl alcohol. You know, you're rubbing alcohol in the isopropyl first aid. Alcohol, alcohol. Isopropyl. 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 Does it have to be isopropyl? Uh, I think so. They were they were pretty specific about it. Isopropyl. Just whatever you know. You're rubbing alcohol in the first aid kit. Sure, rubbing alcohol. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, you can clean it off with that stuff, and then just let it dry out. And as long as you do all that, and you give it like so, Pepsi probably be done. Give There's it two no, no coming back from. Pepsi because yeah. the acid in it. And give it 48 hours. I know. Tomato juice right out. Yeah. Yeah. Just toss it in the garbage and get a new one. What? Your new computer? Yeah. Because if, it's, if, if it's tomato juice. Oh, why? Because it's so acidic. Oh, but you could probably clean it off and be fine. I was just kidding. Sorry. I was not <laughs> I know. This is I very know, serious I to me. I know there's nothing funny about this to you. <laughs> I am not taking your joke. I reject it. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, so uh, so yes, you can, uh, and then it, so you can crack it open, let it dry for forty eight hours. I know it's a drag to be without your computer with forty eight hours, but the alternative is to be without your computer for forever, uh, seven to ten business days, while you send it <laughs> off to Acer to get it repaired <laughs> at a cost of two hundred dollars, plus shipping one way. Right. So, uh, and shipping the other way too, because I mean you pay to ship it out and then you pay them the $200 and the price to ship it back to you. So Oh, so you they charge you shipping as well, 200 plus shipping. Right. And then you got to ship it to them. Yes. Right. Okay, so, so you're paying shipping both ways and the $200. Sure. Mm, why am I getting behind this guy? Anywho, that doesn't make any sense. So, uh <coughs> So yeah. That's what I spent uh my weekend doing well i uh, i th- last weekend i uh admitted sort of a partial defeat uh to what i and to who? i s- <coughs> i reinstalled my computer with a dual boot uh, and yeah. that that's a partial defeat yep there was just some shit i couldn't get going on linux yeah dual boot's the way to go yeah i think so and i spend it 90% of the time in linux yeah, I mean, I got it. It boots up naturally to Linux, and I and I got uh, all the things I'm using in Linux. I I work fine for me, but there were two 
things that were just irritating the bejesus out of me. One of them I could have lived without, which right. is my favorite game, Command & Conquer. Sure. Uh, but I couldn't play it, and that was irritating to me. So since I was going to do the dual boot anyway, that I installed that. Right. Uh, but I could have lived without that, and I would have gone without that. I would have just said, my God, I don't need to spend all my time wasting all my time on playing this stupid game. Right. Uh, and I was remarkably productive without it, by the way. I did all kinds of stuff. I was writing songs. I got stuff recorded. I, <laughs> I programmed. I did all kinds of shit while I wasn't playing a stupid game. Yeah. And I know that'll all go away now. Yeah. Uh, but, and the, and the other thing was iTunes. Uh. You know, they just could not get the iTunes properly working. On Linux. On Linux. And that may change, but you it was making me... Couldn't even install it in Wine? No. Really? It was not working properly. It wouldn't uh, It wouldn't sync up automatically, you know, because you 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 right. turn on your phone, it syncs over the Wi-Fi now, which is very nice. Right. Uh, but it was syncing on my little netbook, and my little netbook was running out of poop, and... And right. uh, it was filling up my netbook, and then I had all my music on a jump drive, so I ha had to constantly keep the jump drive plugged in, because if right. I took the jump drive out and synced my thing, all my music went away on my phone. Oh! Yeah. So, but now you've got it all on your external hard drive, right? Yes. And are you still, have you let iTunes oh, I organize it for you, or did you? Yeah, but you know what? I had let iTunes organize it for me before on my netbook. But what the deal was, was that I put it on that jump drive. And when I would, if I didn't have the jump drive in, and I, it wouldn't let me just sync a fucking album. Like, it wouldn't let me just put a couple of new songs onto my, right. my thing. Which reminds me, yeah. I got a question for you, because I was thinking about this. If I put new music into my music folder, yeah. And then I sync that folder again. It doubles up on all my songs. Eh? You're doing it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, too. <laughs> uh, you know what you do? You're right. I could be doing it wrong. What do, you, what do you do? What do you do? Okay, let's say I have... Are you talking about a CD or are you talking about just music files? Let's just say that uh, I... You have a folder full of music on a jump drive, and you want to add it to your iTunes library, which is organizing the music for you. Sure. You take the folder, and you just dump it right into your iTunes. Just op while iTunes is open, Okay. you just take all the music files and right. drag but and drop. But what if I want to take a folder that I... Like, I have all my music in one folder called my music. So Interesting. I g I collect some new songs. Like I get a couple of songs at work, and I put them on a jump drive. I, I you know I collect songs. And and let's say one of them is a Bowie song. Well, I have a folder with all my Bowie songs in it. So yeah. I want to take it and dump it into my music folder, my my Bowie folder. Yeah. So don't do I that. Why? Because iTunes organizes it for you. I don't like that. <laughs> Too fucking bad. So what I do <laughs> is I just delete everything. <laughs> <laughs> I delete everything and re-scan the folder. Really? Yeah. It's a bad way to go about things. But, but why? <laughs> why can't I just put... Why do I have to keep it on my jump drive? Do you have to keep it on your jump drive? No, you just... Okay, if iTunes is organizing the music for you... Okay. Okay. It'll take all the music from other places on your computer... Yes. ...and put them into the My Music folder and the iTunes and the iTunes media... Music right, folder. but the music then lives out wherever the hell it is. 
No. It makes a copy of it? It makes a copy of it and puts it in that folder. That's probably why you're ending up with doubles. Because hmm. you're having it pull from your folder and... It's already in and its, it's already folder. in its folder. And so now it's taking it and making a copy of it. Right. So I don't need to do that then. I can, you can dump it into iTunes. You just take your file, and the then music I, file. And then I can dump it into my other folder and say, okay, I'm done with it. You can dump it into dump it into iTunes and then take that I've, file I tell and you what, destroy it. I tell you what, though. I'm not leaving that fucking shit with iTunes. Because I've had nightmares with iTunes. You know, people like losing their iTunes. And iTunes got all your music. You don't have any copy of it anywhere. And all of a sudden you can't get your goddamn iTunes. That's actually different now. Really? Yeah. You can re-download songs that you've purchased in the past. Stuff like that. But what if I haven't... Let's say that I haven't purchased all of them. Let's say I recorded some of them from albums that I own. Then, you know, you... uh, I mean, I would keep backups. No, I smash the album. Once I'm done, smash the (laughs) album. So no one else can listen to it. So I don't. I, <laughs> well, that's right. just crazy. Right. I don't, you deserve I don't, whatever you I don't, get. I don't smash it. But let's say I had it on. Like if I had cassettes, yeah. like I've tossed the cassettes. Okay. Like I don't want to keep those fucking cassettes around. So I recorded the stuff I, that I, I had because I, I don't want to buy the thing I already bought, right? I, so I just dupe it. I back up my iTunes library. Okay. I create a backup. On well, a that's kind. That's what drive. I'm. Do, I'm doing essentially the same thing. Yes, except that you've told iTunes not to move your music. No, I haven't. I didn't tell iTunes a damn thing. So you should be fine. And I can so just when put you it wanna, wherever I want to add. When you add new music, put the music wherever you want, ha- have it live. Like, I have some devices, for example, that don't sync up with iTunes. Like, I've got a couple of MP3 players and stuff like that. Okay, all and right. And I like to take my own goddamn tunes and stuff them on there at the whatever tunes okay, I want. Okay, all right. Well, then here's what you do. Okay. Okay, here's what I do. I have my iTunes folder back up to another computer yes okay uh, or it's backed up to another drive i'm with you every you know month or so i take the whole folder and i copy and paste it over and i and that's your iTunes skip shit. all the redundancies okay and that's my itunes but it's perverted them in some way it's co- converted them to itunes songs or something right uh i think it converts them to their music files but i always use itunes anyway so it doesn't matter for me but what about somebody who doesn't necessarily use iTunes all the time? What if I want to make a I what if I want to make the CD or something? I think it only converts them if uh, if you a ripped a CD into iTunes, it uses the file that it likes. Okay. If but if it's an MP3, I think it keeps it an MP3. Okay. I'm all not, right. I'm not 100% on that. I could be wrong. I'm not coming in very loud. You're coming in very loud. I'm coming in very softly. No, that's you. That's right. You're right. fine. You hadn't turned me down. I'm just a loud person. You didn't turn me down, though. No. Well, hold on. Let's see. No, yeah, you're good. All right. All right. So, uh, but what you do is you have your music live wherever you want to store all your music. Okay? Okay. That's your backup. Okay? Fine. And that's right. how I'm doing it. And when you want to add those fi- when you want to add new files to iTunes, uh, just take the files. You know, like let's say you got three songs you want to add. It's, but here's the funny thing. Yeah. No, this is this is where your logic falls apart. I'll tell you why. <sighs> okay, hang on. I gotta take this call right. real quick. Yeah. Hello. Gotcha. So here's, yeah, here's why. No, here's why I think you're here's wrong. Here's why I'm right. I'm fine. Go ahead. Because I'm me. <laughs> All right. So. 
Go that ahead. That was backed up with fairly weak evidence. <laughs> and I will give you some of the evidence yeah. as to why you're wrong. Kay. When I remove, w when I unplug uh, my jump drive. Is it just me or are we coming in a lot clearer? I Maybe I was unplugged before, plugged into the wrong hole. That would be funny as hell. That's God what damn. she said. That would suck. All right. Anyway, go on. Right. Yes. So, uh, um, so when I unplug my jump drive, yeah, my tunes go away, and I can't. I can then no longer put them on my machine. So, so iTunes is still looking for my tunes Did on my jump drive. Did you already install iTunes on Windows? Yes. Oh, God. I didn't change any settings. I touched nothing. I did all but default. But it gives you choices. Oh, fine. What, what choices did it give me? It should have given you the choice to have iTunes organize your music for you. It did not give me that choice. Okay. You're Brand wrong. new installation. You're wrong, but okay. <laughs> well, if, is that the default? I think so. Then I chose it. I touched nothing. Yeah. I took all the defaults. I didn't flip any switches. I didn't click any radio buttons. Okay, and this is your brand new I installation. Didn't check so any you don't check know boxes. if you take your jump drive out, if it'll actually get rid of all your music. I don't know that yet. Right. But I do know that I because I installed it. You know when I installed iTunes on my on my netbook in Florida last time I was there. Yeah. And I know I didn't make any changes. I didn't say, oh, I'm going to organize, because I'd already talked to you about it. Because, and but you, and you, you said, don't be such a hot shot with iTunes. And you think you know everything, <laughs> and iTunes takes offense at that, and they start, it starts fucking with you. <laughs> and so I didn't tell iTunes that I was a big shot. I said, oh, I don't know iTunes. I'll do whatever you tell me to. You're iTunes. I'm just a guy. What do I know? So that's what I did. Well, I and will yet, take a when look. I yank I my... D go delete one of your tunes. Not from iTunes, but from wherever the source was. The source is uh, iTunes, the iTunes folder. The source? Yeah. I yeah. have no source. It well, all came from my iTunes folder. Well, I'm going to give you a song, okay? Okay. I'm going to give you... Uh, in fact, you know, I have uh, all of the... Uh, well, A, I got all the Dickies. Okay. Every fucking Dickie song you could ever want to listen to. All right. B, I got... I'll experiment I just, with something like I just important. put all the old psychedelic furs on there. All right. Uh, C, I got, uh, there was something else I knew you'd want. Uh, oh, crap, what was it? Oh, well, y you didn't have uh, Wagon Train by the Dickies. That's true. And I know you want that song, because it's an awesome song. It is. And, uh, so I'm going to give you that song. I have that song. Okay. I'm going to give it to you on a jump drive. All right. And you put it to your iTunes, and then you take, take it out. Okay. And try to resync. Okay. And it will go away. Take out the. Take, take out, out your the jump file. drive. Take out the jump drive. Yeah. And sync. And sync. And it'll go away from iTunes. It'll take it. It'll it'll disappear. Altogether? No, it'll show up there with a little uh, notation beside it. It's uh, they they use an exclamation point, uh, which is iTunes for where the fuck is that file? <laughs> <laughs> You told me where it was earlier. I'm trying to manage it for you, and you've I'm, unplugged it. I'm going to check out your iTunes installation and find out about this, because I think you're wrong. All right. Well, uh, for now, w happily, we get to stew in our ignorance for a while. <laughs> I can look uh, it up. No, I don't think you could. <laughs> no, I think I it's could. something you got to test. 
And it's something, yeah, it's very, uh, this one's gonna be you specific because you got all kinds of weird fucking say. You no, personalize no, everything. No. You personalize everything in the way that I personalize everything, except we do it different ways. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> like, you know, like, I like to get my. Uh, like I mean for instance no one else can use my fucking computer because they don't know how it works (laughs) is what I mean okay you know like I set it up in a way that I find very convenient for me and everyone else kind of gets to my computer and goes what the fuck's going on where am I where's the start button why is there no why are there no icons on the desktop what's that about see I don't like that I don't like icons on the desktop either. exactly right that's just a cluttered a cluttered desktop right I got the little bar going at the bottom, like a little... Uh, I put every everything I want to use often, I put in the uh, quick, quick launch. launch. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> so. But I think there are, there are iconers and there are quick launchers. Yeah. I think it's just two classes of people. Sure. Some people like their shit but, all over the deck. But you, you also do a thing with the quick launch where you keep it like the first three icons that are in the quick launch. And then you... Yeah, those are the ones I use most often. And then if not, right. you and go to the you, bar and, and you minimize it. See, I like right. to keep the quick launch all the way open. Yeah, I don't need people seeing all my regularly used programs. Why? What does it matter? Because well, I just, I mean, I, I don't need to see them. I just click the little double button. Uh, see, and they uh, all pop right up. See, I don't like clicking the double button first. I want them all just there, ready to go. Ready to be stomped on. Yeah. Well, okay, well, whatever. But, but I mean, me. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And so uh, I also, you know, like I'll also fuck with. I like I put my start menu at the top. But you know, there's something like your mom. Your mom. Your mom barely has any desktop left. No, I don't. (laughs) She's got (laughs) every fucking file that's on her computer littered with icons. I think it's because otherwise she would never know. Every file she's ever looked at is on the desktop. On the desktop. She wouldn't know how to find them if they weren't there. I tried to set up some folders for her, and she always gets pissed off. Where is that goddamn thing? Well, it's in the folder. It's in the folder I label. You know all yeah. the pictures? Every single picture is in the You're looking for a picture? I, li- I label yeah, pictures. Yeah, that's in the folder labeled pictures. Yeah. Yeah. Just to tidy up. <laughs> I, don't like, I don't like an icon mess. Yeah, me neither. I don't like it on my iPhone either. Uh, yeah. I, I know you find that unusual. Yeah, that is a weird one. Well, because there's icon. Th- I mean, like you've got things in folders that you use all the fucking time, but they're all in their little folders. Yeah. And so when you ask somebody else to do something with your phone, people are like, "What the fuck is this?" <laughs> <laughs> it's just all the icons are clumped together. Well, uh, I don't know. And that's I mean, fine I, because I, I, you know where all yeah, of them it works, are. But works like, for me. But I keep all my icons out in the open, or at least most of them. The most commonly used ones I keep out. in What the are open. the most commonly used ones? Okay, for instance, well, I'll tell you because I fucking use them. Okay, <laughs> and please. I'll, and I have them right here. Please. All right, here's what I got going right here. I've got uh, my mail right it. out in the open. Yeah, same here. Phone, text messages, the calendar, reminders. Yep, all that so far is on my desktop. App Store, iTunes. No, that's not. I use not. them all the time. Yeah, that's in a folder. That's in a folder. Settings. Right there out in the open. You know why I put that in a folder? Why? To remind me when I'm going after it, I'm spending money. Go ahead. <laughs> All right. It's true. That's why I put it aside. Uh, camera right, da- right out there. Camera's right the there. Yeah. Okay. Uh, also out, I have, uh, let's see, Dragon Dictation. Don't use it, so I don't put it in the... Uh, I used to have it out, and then I never used it, so I, I dumped it in a folder. Okay. Uh... 
Let's see. Audible music. Audible is not out. Uh, your little music app that comes with the phone? No, you know why I don't do that? Why, why I don't put it out? Because I just do this. You do uh, the double clicky? Yeah, I do the double clicky and okay. then I swipe. Alright. <clears throat> but I have it out. Okay. Uh, weather? Weather don't care. Uh, MapQuest? Uh, translate? I, I, you know how I find out the weather? Google? I stick my head out the window. Alright. I find it's more reliable even than an iPhone. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> Uh, I only use it when I'm traveling, to be honest with you. That's when I use weather. All right. You know, I guess I have a lot of my stuff in folders, too. I only like to keep two Hmm. screens going. That's my thing. Yeah, I only like two screens as well. Yeah. Some people have lots of screens? Uh, I think Rachel has like three or four, whatever the maximum is. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I think the maximum is. And I never use the searchy thing, that thing, and yet it's constantly getting in my face. And I never use it. You never Never. use it? Really? Yeah, and I, I'm always looking at it, and I'm like, fuck, that's you know, not what I want. You know, it's tremendously useful. I'm sure it may be, but I like just Like, if don't. you're trying to remember a conversation you had in your email, you just type some of the words from the email, and it'll find that email for you. Really? Yeah. Well, that's fairly useful. Yeah, it is. But I never use it. Okay. And it's constantly getting in my face. Like, every time I press the button, you Ever use the drop-down menu? No, is there one? Yeah. It's your reminders thing. Swipe from the very top of the phone down. That's where all your reminders pop up. No way. And all your notifications. (laughs) And Um, you can also set up your notifications. I shouldn't be doing this while I'm driving. Yes, okay, yeah. (laughs) But you can also set up all your notifications to get rid of that little red dot, that annoying red dot. I did. I set that up. Yeah, you did. I hate that red dot. Yeah. Although it still shows up on one or two items. Uh, Yes. You can get rid of those, too, though. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Any case. Uh, so, yeah. I, I, I'm a two-screen man. Yeah, I'm pretty much two screens, and I, I do just, use I folders. I just have too many fucking apps to... I, I use folders. And what I find is I find I've got these folders that I dump apps I find I'm rarely using in, mm-hmm. and then I go and I delete them. Yeah, I, do, I, I go through from time to time and just uh, delete the I fucking need, apps I'm I don't need a bunch of craps on my phone. Craps. That's what I call apps I don't use. I see. I see. Uh, I think they ought to have a toilet where you can flush them down. That would be flushing my crap. Well, you know how they like on the email thing, you just push the little trash button and it goes <laughs> right oh into the God, little trash I can. I nearly killed that guy. The guy walking? The guy dressed in black. Yeah. Oh, there was a guy in red who had a flashlight. I, I saw, saw that him. guy, but yeah. there's another guy. Because he was dressed in red and had a flashlight. <laughs> how about that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This guy's on a major route, though, dressed in Dark, dark, in dark, noir. charcoal gray. <laughs> Wearing no reflectors. Yeah. No light. Um, As you go by, all you see are his eyes reflecting in the... <laughs> yeah, and, and the horror on his face <laughs> when I nearly killed him. Uh, what were we talking about? I don't know. Apps. Apps. Something. Apps. Yeah. There's lots of apps, man. <laughs> what do you think of the new uh, Amazon app? I don't know the one that scans things and gives them to you for gives the reduces the price. Supposed to get a discount on them. I don't know. Whatever. I'll probably never use I it. I think it's a pretty low life thing to go into somebody's store yeah. and use them, and then buy it from somebody else. Somebody else. Yeah. I to me that's a fairly low life behavior. Yeah. That's like. Uh, 
Well, you know, it's along the same lines of, like, I'm going to go to this store because they keep one out of the box and I can use it there, see if I like it, and then go to the other store, go to Walmart and get it for cheaper. Yeah, I think that's low-life behavior. It's a little bit low-life. I, I really do, because they're actually providing you a service and you don't end up paying for it. Right. You're so you're sort of stealing their service. Ultimately, you put them out of business. Right. I don't know. I think it is low-life behavior. To, to take your phone into some mom-and-pop shop where they've set up in your neighborhood so yeah. you can waddle down. So you can down go there and, easily. Yeah. Yep. And then to go and actually check the thing out there and use mom-and-pop for all their info and their, you know, have them explain how it works and tell you the benefits and, and then right. to go buy it from somebody else, that's fucking, sh- that's, that's shitty behavior. Yeah. I'd feel bad. You should feel bad. I mean, that really is using people. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I think it's low life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I really do. All right. I fuck think that app. I think there'll be a bit of a fuck rebellion. I think there'll be a bit of a rebellion about it. Yeah. I think people who are honorable people. I mean, you know, sleaze balls. They don't give a shit who they hurt. Sure. You know, they never care. Yeah. And there are commodity shoppers who are there. The only <laughs> thing they care about is the lowest price. But those people, I don't think, are going in and... Those are not... They're not even walking into the mom-and-pop stores. Stores Yeah. They're shopping online all the time. Yeah, exactly. And they only care about... They're not loyal. They don't have any loyalty to anybody. But the shitty thing that Amazon's doing is now they're going to make those people go into the mom-and-pop stores, use their services, and scan the app, and the app's going to be scanned. Uh, See, that's the shitty thing. They were shopping online. They're not... uh, They're... The Amazon people are not actually changing the pattern of people who would have bought the stuff online anyway. It, except that now they're going to be sending them into the stores so that people are walking through the door and not buying anything. Right. And, you know what I mean? And, you know, using the, <laughs> you know, they'll be using the staff and location. Actually, and you know what? This could work out in our favor. To get people into our store. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree with you in that sense. Uh, but I do Especially think when they think like, okay, well, they're going to give me 5% off if I buy it on the app and I've scanned it, you know, if I scan the item in their store. But it's like still, it like, would it's be still fifteen ninety nine, and it's got 5% off, so that's like, what, uh, 5 or 5 yeah, 5% It would off be the equivalent, though, of going into, like, Ben & Jerry's, right? Right. And going, you guys, you know, let me taste the various ice creams. Right. And they say, oh, yeah, sure, no problem. And they give you a taste of, you know, half a dozen different ice creams. Oh, those are all very nice. And then, I'm you know, go I think I really like uh, Chunky Monkey the best. Or No, no, I think I've decided on Sweaty Balls. Sweaty Balls? Yeah. Uh, but you know what? It's a dollar cheaper at the grocery store. So, well, uh, see ya. <laughs> they, I mean, that's pretty shitty, right? Right. Shitty yes. Sweaty Balls. Shitty Sweaty Balls? Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, and but that's what they're that's exactly what's going on. That's the behavior they're encouraging. Right, but don't you think it'll backfire a little bit when they go in when they come in and are all right and they've got the they've got the ten dollar item, okay, and they scan it and they're like, Well I'm gonna get five percent off if I buy it from Amazon but it's a ten dollar item and I'm gonna pay five dollars shipping and they're only giving me five percent off which is yeah, five times well, 10, the fifty one, cents. <laughs> the one big benefit is is it might take people who only shop online and get them off their asses and into the stores occasionally and we can compete for their business and they can see the value that we offer. Right. You know, they can gain they can uh, b- come to understand the value that a retail store offers. Right. 
Yeah. If we're smart enough no, wait, and clever enough to capitalize on that. Right. Yeah. Wait, what is 5% of $10? 50, uh, 50 cents. cents. Right? Okay. Did my yeah. math right? <laughs> I don't know. What'd you say originally? I said 50 cents, but I was I, all of a sudden I was like, ooh, I'm it's, unsure it's, now. But <laughs> now, now it's pronounced 50 cent. 50 cent, right. 50 Sorry. cent. Yeah. yeah, 50 cent. Yeah. So. Uh, anyway, so I think there's that element of it. Yes. You know, they'll just, they'll, they'll, people will come in, they'll scan the thing and be like, eh, it's not really that much of a deal. Might as well just get it. Plus, I can have it today. Right. I have it now. Yeah. I think this is going to backfire hardcore on I Amazon. hope it does. Yeah. I hope it does. I hope it sends people away from their computers and into the stores. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe this is Amazon's plan all the line. They're like, you know what? We're too filthy, stinking rich. No. <laughs> and the economy's going down the dumper. Nah. <laughs> people are losing Some, their jobs. Somehow Mom and pop are suffering. <laughs> somehow, somehow I doubt it. I was talking to, uh, uh, to, you remember Anjali's friend, Maddie? Uh, yeah. I was talking to her, her dad. Yeah, I saw him. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he consults, you know, he does marketing con- consulting for Internet businesses. Sure. And I was asking him what he thought of the Google app. And, yeah. I, I, and I thought... You mean the... I mean the Amazon, Amazon app. app. Yeah. And I thought that <laughs> the... He said that the Internet's been reduced to four players right now. Amazon? Amazon? Yeah. Could take care to take a guess? Uh, Amazon? Uh, Amazon. Are you talking about for shopping? Four players on the internet. Four main players. Period. Facebook. Facebook. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Twitter. Nope. No. Uh, Google. Yep. Googley. Okay. And I want to say. You're not going to think of it, I don't think. No. No. So not a side. We were talking about their product earlier. We were talking about their product. Uh. Uh, iTunes. You got it. Apple. Apple. There they are. They're the four big players. Interesting. Yeah. Um, but he was saying, I, I was, I commented that, you know, I think the people who are going to be the losers are the people who rely on information asymmetry. Right. Uh, to cheat their customers. Those are the people who are going to be the losers. And there's lots of merchants out there who are like that. They depend on your ignorance. Right. And Car salesman. <laughs> Yeah, lots of people, lots of lots of merchants depend but on your car salesman. furniture salesman. Furniture salesman. Huge yeah. information asymmetry. <laughs> Mattress salespeople, without sure. a doubt. Yeah. Uh, but as what do you think it costs to actually make a mattress? I do not know. Yeah. But I don't think it's uh, four hundred bucks. No. No. And that's what you buy at wholesale. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well. <laughs> it's been, been fascinating. It's been a swell chat. Fascinating. Swell chat. Fascinating. Uh, until next time, Til- right on. Right on. <laughs>